Good day, bikers. Jimmy here, reminding you once again to stay tuned to the end of the show for a promo from our friends over at the award-nominated Happy Go Lucky podcast. I'm a huge fan of this show and their approach to storytelling. I've just finished Charlie Saves Christmas. Yeah, I know, not very seasonal, but I'm eagerly awaiting the newest season, Cassie in the Spectral Shade, which is due to drop at the end of April, giving you all plenty of time to catch up. Anyway, enough from me. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode six of Brits on Bikes. My name is Jimmy Sprinkles, and with me as always is Eve. Yo. And Sean. Hello. Hello, hello. How are we all today? Are you enjoying your ice cream, Eve? I, I am. I'm not enjoying other things that are happening right now so much, but this ice cream is good. <laughs> Was that a not so subtle dig at, uh, at Sean's lousy internet? Oh, no, 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 no. Sean's lousy <laughs> internet hurt. knows it sucks. <laughs> Everyone I'm, knows I'm talking sucks. more of just how, you know, my whole country is just blindly walking towards the cliff, and all I can do <laughs> is just scream, please turn the car. Well, please. <laughs> just, just to let you know, our one did that recently, and it, it, it's not turned out as bad as we all expected so far anyway yeah but i mean yeah but it depends how you feel about mediocrity that's the problem with our country it's so mediocre yeah it's really boring here now we've got like less than 10 years to kind of sort our out and change before like you know the planet's more or less just kind of and like i'm just watching it and i'm I'm seeing everybody to go no no we just need to Stay the course. Don't change at all. And I'm just like, oh boy, we're just we're just going to march right into the apocalypse. Cool. It's been interesting watching the um the elections that have been going on mm. the last couple of weeks, and it's just like, yeah, we'll 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 go for this guy. No, let's settle for this guy. No, let's settle for this guy. No, let's settle this this guy. It's, <laughs> it's just like I, you don't have to settle. Like, I know, I know. The worst, the worst America bit, is so whipped. The worst bit with it is it's like you got you got you got like all the like news people over there, just like they kind of completely ignore Bernie Sanders. Like, oh, it's really, yeah, unless they're shitting on him. It's so mm. on the well, it's nose the same with Jeremy Corbyn as well. Talk. Well, no, because with Jeremy Corbyn, they, they'd sit around and they'd tar and feather him all the time. There was never a conversation that went by without them bringing up how bad Jeremy Corbyn was. But in America, and to use a really bad American accent, they're like, and so Joe Biden's doing really well in the polls right now. And that other guy's doing OK, too. But, but we're focusing on Joe Biden here. And so they just keep and they just keep talking about Joe Biden and they never really just meant that like they try to avoid mentioning Bernie's name wherever possible. So people just forget him. And it's so weird. Yep. And then when everybody's like, hey, pay attention over here. We're being mean, apparently. But I can't I I just like as an outsider looking in. And obviously, I have to make my own informed decisions about what's happening over there. I, I'm, I'm completely agog at, at this notion that there's like nearly 50% of the country 
are still defending Trump and and denying the the the, the coronavirus and and saying I I I just I. No, that's that's the U.S. in a nutshell. We are horrifically in denial about just everything, and it sucks because mm. you're just you're standing there and like everyone. It's it's like it's like you're just being constantly gaslit by everything, and and you've become the uh, you become the Marsh King. You're this weirdo standing on the corner yelling about stuff. Everybody's just like, look at that kook. Uh, Well, you're pointing, hey, we're all going to (laughs) die. Stop, (laughs) please. It's like a, it's like that Zelda game where like the moon's pissed off at everyone and everybody's just ignoring him. What are you doing? Please. It is very much like the moon. Yeah. I don't. I've never played that game, but I, re- I remember that the, the moose just pissed off, and everybody's just like, "No." So I remember when this wasn't a politics podcast, and it was actually uh, one about yeah. role playing. Yeah. yeah, just a bunch of dumb kids on Turned some adventures. So well, back Dean when things were more simple. And sad. Look at us. We could we could out Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Don't even say uh, that. Don't even use that person's <laughs> name. <laughs> he is horrible, isn't he? Just uh, right. Okay. Anyway, so um, moving swiftly on. Yeah, let's go do some anarchy. Yeah, I think, you know, that was a, that was a good topic to start with because I think it might kind of set the mood for whatever is about to happen. Yes. So who, who wants to do a recap? I can do the recap, I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I was just shooting my gob there. So right. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Let me psych myself up for this. Do I want to do my epic voice or do I want to do my normal voice? You could be doing your epic voice for a long time. That is true. No, 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 not really that much happened. That's, that's true. When you think about it. Yeah. Okay. I I've got several notes here. <laughs> um, the first one is 75 balls. I believe that I purchased a lot of balls. I bought. I purchased a lot of ball bearings. I've also got here three baby cucumber, but then I realized it's not baby cucumber. It's three baby crowbar. So we went to this shop, and there was an old lady there, and and she sold me seventy five balls and three baby crowbars and some rope, because uh, she's got a major problem with the Woolworths and the death of the high street. And so what we're going to do is we're going to now we have, we've made a pact with the old lady. Um, and the pact is that we have 24 hours to make the Woolworths in Marsh Haven obsolete as it were. So we've got to go and destroy a shop and people's livelihoods now. And we've got to be careful along what lines we tread because we are children and not like arsonists. And, and there's definitely a fine line between like happy-go-lucky childish pranks and destroying a small shop. Yeah, committing <laughs> <a> terrorism. Yes. <laughs> okay, so a couple of questions. So why have you agreed to do this? Ooh. For Eve, weapons. you can do this one. 
Yes, the weapon. A spear gun. <laughs> but why do you need these weapons? To, to fight take on Black, Black Anis and shoot yeah. her with the spear gun. Okay, there was another reason as well. It was because... Oh, yeah, she's got info on him. She's got her. a little bit of information on... Agnes. Did she... she called her Agnes. She did, yeah. Yeah, and so, so they're on a first name basis, which is not so cool. And then, um, yeah, and then there was also the magic book, which I'd like to steal at some point. Okay. But okay, also yeah, you know what? I'm just going to say, I think D would just be like, nah, you're on your own with that. It just scares me. I'd love to steal <laughs> it, but I know for a fact that it's probably going to happen. But there is also that at the end of the, at the end of the situation, I think uh-huh. Alex sort of broke a little bit inside. In what way? You know how, like, for the last like couple of episodes, Alex has been like, "What is going on? I don't understand. I am so confused. I'm going to spend most of my time confused and bewildered." I think after seeing the giant purple demon in the mirror, I think Alex at this point is like, "You know what? It's fine." But I don't think he has a fully understand understandable and full grasp of what magic is at this point. Which is why Alex is totally just like, let's just fuck, let's just teleport. Let's just accept this, everything. Let's just accept everything. <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything's possible. Magic's possible. And 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 at this point, it's just like, what? Alex I think, saw that and went, well, okay. <laughs> yep. And Alex is at this point where he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to believe everything's possible. And if someone tells me it's not possible, then sure, why not? But I think he's pretty upset, accepting of everything at this point because he's seen weird stuff at this point and been attacked by a sock dog and seen a giant purple demon and yeah okay but he doesn't have a full and fully fully formed grasp of how deep or powerful anything actually is eve is there anything you want to add to that not really i mean that's that's pretty spot on d's big Mm -hmm. thing during all that was spear gun (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right then so we left you outside of tim's diy can you both make brains rolls for me, please? And indeed. Can roll my d6 and still not get a six. That is I a six. Five. D, can you take an adversity token, please? Yes. Alex, as you're pacing outside, just trying to comprehend everything that went on, you, uh, you, you glance absentmindedly at your watch. It's about half past three, and you're fairly certain that you're about to go and meet a fairy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to go meet a fairy. That's fine. Yeah, I think Alex is used to this now. It's fine. And the fairy is apparently my teacher. That's okay. That's fine. It's okay. I believe we just, like, grabbed our bikes and we were about to go on our way. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess we blitzed down the road. Okay, no problem. So where are you headed? To the junkyard. I think. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything he wants to do on the way? Um, he needs to check for packages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that first, I guess. Okay. So you, yeah, I'm not going to oh, make you roll. I pack. mean, that's at the junkyard, though. So you get on over to the junkyard and you pull in. And as you pull in, I'm assuming you're going over to the carriage. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There isn't so much packages, but there there is a small pile of 
junk that's obviously just been left outside. Somebody's going to need to sort that and organise it into its correct piles okay. around the junkyard. Uh, anything, anything good in there? Roll a d10. Um, if it's between one and three, Sean will tell you what you find. If it's between four and six, I will tell you what you find. And everything else is you. I got five. Oh, that's me. In which case, you find a... A spear gun. <laughs> no. The only thing that really catches your attention is a portable radio. Cool. Take it out and try to flip it on. Okay. It clearly doesn't work. It doesn't look in bad, Nick, which is why it's caught your eye. It doesn't have a, a door on the back to place the large D batteries in it. You know, the, the, the aerial's a little bit bent, but apart from that, it, it looks all right. Cool. Yeah, I'll put that in my bag. Just as you're ferreting around, the door to the carriage flies open and Erin steps out. You took your time, didn't you? Oh, you brought your friend as well. Hello. Yeah, you two already know each other. Oh, yes, of course, yes. You've met me, haven't you? Well, listen, you don't say anything about this, right? Get over it. Now, come on inside. Okay, all right, sure. Uh, before I go in, can I quickly look for something? I've got a specific thing I have in mind. Okay, what are you looking for? A bucket. A bucket? Oh, yes, a bucket. Yeah, you don't need to roll for that. There's an assortment of paintings, uh, plastic buckets, numerous containers around. Okay, I get myself the biggest bucket I can find. Okay. And uh, make sure that would not... be a barrel. Not a bu- not, no, That's not a bucket, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> it is if it's the biggest no, it's bucket not. you can find. No, it's not. No, the it's, difference it's, between it, a barrel it, and a bucket, it's, Jimmy. It's a bucket if it has some sort of strap going across yeah. the top for you to carry it. Barrel. Okay. Fine. There is a barrel with the strap, though. I kind of want you to find the yoke as well, so you can have two buckets swinging bucket. from your shoulders. Okay, yeah, we could. Can I find a yoke that's slightly more? <laughs> no, you find a bumper. I, yeah, I find something that I can use as a yoke, and I get two of these things, and I, I I place them down in such a way where when I get to formulating the plan that I have currently in my brain, I can then use them. Okay, okay. I'll give you that just because I'm intrigued. Erin has wandered back into the carriage and just collapses on the seat. Yeah, D takes Cassie's seat, like, behind the desk, props her feet up on the desk and leans back. <laughs> oh, look at you, Lord of the Manor. Well, I mean, I am, like, the only one working here, so, yeah, I guess technically I'm the boss right now. Well, perhaps, your bossiness, <laughs> you could tell me where on earth you've been. I've been waiting here for ages. Uh, we were down at times trying to, like, uh, get some supplies. What did you get? Anything interesting? I got a, a rope and some stuff for a grappling hook. And we do have a line on a spear gun that I'm very excited about. But we, we kind of got to do a job in order to get that. Erin rolls her eyes and says, How you've survived this long, I'll have no idea. <laughs> Would be an amazing. Whilst you were doing that, some of us were actually doing some book work. What? We've been doing book work. We have, yeah. Yes, well, I found a bit more information out. 
What would you like to know? I mean, whatever you got. Like, yeah, uh, how, how do we, uh, like, uh, what, what, what we gotta hit this thing with in order to take it out? Yeah, what's his weaknesses? Well, I suppose the best thing to do is to kind of take this step at a time. So I've consulted the books, and obviously you know that Black Anis was imprisoned in the realm. Specifically, she was held in an especially constructed prison in the dungeons of Nisa Castle. Wait, that means nothing to me. Same. Didn't, didn't the short one tell you anything of Nisa? Like a little bit, but like, I mean... So Nisa is one of the kingdoms of the Fae. It's currently resided over by Queen Ingumba and Queen Isadora. Well, at least I think so. Not been there for quite some time. There are very few people in the realm who remember her capture. Most people now think of her more as a myth, something to scare the young failings with. But from what I can ascertain, she's likely been imprisoned there since about the late 1600s. Hi. So, um, do you want the bad news? No. The really bad news? No. Or the slightly good news? Yes. I mean... Honestly, I will whip off the bandage, but yeah, sure, let's start with the good and then just get Will depressed. <laughs> Can we have half the good news and then the bad news, <laughs> then the good news at the end? <laughs> like a sort of sandwich. Okay, the really bad news is I believe she's virtually unkillable. Oh. Neat. The slightly good news is she has a few minor weaknesses that may work in our favour, should we decide that it really is a good idea for a couple of teenagers and me to go off and try and kill this ancient entity. Otherwise they'll kill those kids. We have to. Fine, fine, fine. Well, the main weakness is that she is bound by her dwelling. In order for her to travel away from her dwelling, she needs to take organic matter with her, and she can only stay away from her dwelling for a set amount of time. So, so why she's making belts out of kids? I don't think so, no. What kind of organic matter? Wait! Ooh! Ooh! Uh, Dean fishes out the acorns and slaps them down on the desk. You mean the dust? It's a pile of dust. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These were acorns. (laughs) I forgot that they turned to dust. They... They turned into dust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got them, uh, get them from uh, the clubhouse when uh, What's-A-Face was uh, kidnapped. Yeah, interesting. Well, then, it seems we've narrowed down her location a little bit. She's near an oak tree. You were asking about the belt, I believe, and... I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it's the belt that makes her near unkillable. Mm. The good news is, however, the belt only works when she is away from her dwelling. It doesn't offer her any protection if she is in her current home. Oh, wait, so we got to do a home invasion. I don't know what other protection she has in place to prevent 
Interlopers. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, that's something. Yeah? The bad news is I have no idea where her house is. I do. She glances up at you. Oh, you do, do you? Well, do share with us. Um, is there, there's a map on the wall, isn't there? The, the, the Pepe Silvia map. Uh, no, that's, that's in the last post. Oh, I'm a bit confused as to the locations. Um, this is the office of the, the bikers. Office. Okay, all right, yeah, no, that makes, that makes sense now. I don't have a map with me, do I? No. Can I gesture everyone over to where the map is? If you want. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to go leave here, climb through the junk for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Is that all right? Is everyone okay with that? Yeah, all right. Lead on, McSquirt. Uh, what? Excuse me? Never mind, never mind. Okay, thank you, miss. Okay. Please don't call me that. What would you prefer I call you? Erin will be fine. Okay, uh, Erin. Okay, sure. Um, right, follow me. And then we walk down new to the place, and we go down into the bunker, and I avoid the sock dog. And then <laughs> I point at the wall, uh, and I say, so I looked on, I looked on the... Uh, <laughs> what? Are you right? What? What's, what's the thing? The thing? That's toes. Oh, yeah, what? this is the horrible dog monster. Sock dog monster. Erin looks around wildly and Toes has scurried up to her and is just rubbing up against her leg and she, with one finger, pokes it. She's found like, it in the junk. Uh, it's, it's socks. That's what I said. It is indeed socks, yes. What does it do? It's not really horrible. anything besides... How it. does it work? I don't know. I found it in a box. What, and you just let it roam around and you're here? Yeah, yes, you saw him listen up. It's, it's a pile of socks. I've asked the same questions and I've got the same answers. I just wouldn't Sucks. bother. Just accept it. I mean, Sally liked it, so... You know, well, they want to get rid of it. She eyes Toes warily. And Toes is just like for a, a faceless sock dog seems just kind of oblivious and just leaping around her. I must say that Alex is feeling kind of better that even the fairy, quote unquote fairy, <laughs> is, is finding the sock dog to be strange. That makes him feel better. Well, no, it glows on you over time. Alex goes up to the wall and he points at the location in the... He, uh, do we have do we have pens and stuff in here? I guess we do, don't we? Because you've been doing stuff on the map. Am I okay to write on here? Yeah, all right. Uh, just uh, move move that picture, Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. All right. Go a minute. Okay. Cool. That's Is that's that unconfirmed. Okay. I'm not crazy. It's just like you know, no, there no, might no, be I, a Bigfoot in I'm there. Sure, I'm sure Bigfoot lives there. That's fine. But I'm just gonna move him slightly over here. Right? Is that fine? Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Bigfoot and Gerard Way. That's fine. Okay. So yeah, I think. They, I think that black anise is down here in the forest, in this bit right here, where the, where the, where there's some of the oldest trees. All signs point to it, based on all my research. That's still a lot of ground to cover. I, I, I've narrowed it down as far as I can. I tried to do it as systematically as I could, and then the magical voice in my head told me that it was just one location. So what do you suggest we do now, then? Oh, super sleuth. We have to do something first before we 
take on Black Anis. We've got a couple of days. D. Yeah. Can I talk to you for a second? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Gone over in the corner again. Over okay. in the corner. Uh, D. You wander off, and Erin just looks at the map, looks down at Toes, looks at the map, and just starts to prod Toes with her foot. And Toes thinks it's a game and starts kind of jumping over her foot. Oh, D. Yeah. Okay. So we need to take out Woolworths. Yeah. And I don't think that our teacher is going to be particularly keen on us. Honestly, she'd probably be down. She's she's pretty, like, anti-establishment. Are you sure? I mean, I don't know 100%. She might just think it's stupid. Well. She's really hard to weed sometimes. I can tell. I don't think she likes me. She don't like anybody. Okay. Can you, if you want to ask her about the thing? I've got a plan, but maybe a fairy could just, like, magic it away or something, maybe? No, that's not how it works. You sure? Yeah, because we've had a lot of problems that she ain't been able to magic away. Yeah, but I mean, maybe you just haven't used her to her full potential. Well, no, I think she's pretty cut off from a lot of the stuff right now, you know, with the, with the stuff that happened recently. But we'll find out. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, have you seen Peter Pan? Uh, the Disney film? So, is it uh, the one with the, uh, with the car? The, the car? Was, yeah, it's like a, it's like a car that like, shows emotion. No, wait, no, no. that's Herbie. That's Herbie. Being a Herbie. Is Her- has Herbie come out at this point? I don't even know. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'd have Peter Pan so. has. Yeah. Peter Pan came out in, based on 54? what I've just Googled, 55? 1953, which is crazy. That's like ancient. That's the year my mum was born. Flipping hell. But no, so, so anyway, yeah. So we could just take her and then shake her on the building. Huh? Do you not think that'll work? What do you mean? You know, like fairy dust. Dee looks over at Aaron. It's like, she don't look that dusty to me. What does that do? I don't know. Like fairy dust makes people fly in, in, the, in the shows. I've never seen her fly. Okay. Uh, Dee, Dee just kind of like uh, leans over and shouts over to Aaron. Hey, uh, Aaron, can, uh, can you fly? Can't do anything at the moment. Yeah, but can you fly? Could you fly? I don't think you would really call it flying. It's more hovering. Falling with style. I'm not gonna lie. D? Yeah? I was expecting a really cool fairy. And I got my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and she can't fly. Well, yeah, no, like... I can I... hear, though. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 miss. Well, I, 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 I mean, I'm trying to explain. Um, okay, he's really new to all of this. Um, no, see, like, after the whole thing with, like, uh, the Bargoth and us using an angel to, like, uh, pretty much just break the whole planet for a little bit, 
uh i think i think it's kind of like screwed some things up um a lot of things right. that should work ain't working things that shouldn't work are working she's kind of broken at the moment and that sucks but she's real smart Erin rises up to her fullest height and says, I am not broken. I just using my abilities in different ways now, that's all. And as, as she says yeah, this... Yeah, that's the spear. <laughs> how big are you, really? Look, boy, another stinky boy. You don't seem to understand that those things that you read in, in, in stories simply aren't true. Are we going to do something about Black Anis, or are we going to... And before she even has a chance to finish her sentence, one of the cushions on one of the chairs erupts in times. Oh. Uh. Oh. Fire! Oh. Fire! Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, D, like, immediately grabs socks? To start trying to put out the fire that's like, wait, no, this is the animal. Don't use, don't use socks. Um, uh, is, is there any water or anything? Is there anything in here, like a puddle or something? I don't know. I can't pick up a puddle. No, uh, um, D just both of you runs make, over both of you make brains rolls. Brains roll. Brains roll. Brains roll. D12. D12. 10. I got three. <laughs> D, that's another address token. Sean, your assessment of this fire is that it's not big and it should be manageable. Sit on it. <laughs> no, I'm not sitting on it. Um, D slaps it. You're going to slap the fire. Yeah, D slaps the fire. What are you using to slap the fire? My hand. <laughs> it's not going to end well. That's going to have to be a grit roll. Cool. <laughs> Uh, oh no. <laughs> that will be a three. <laughs> oh no, this is, the building's about to burn down. D catches on fire. As you reach out to grab the flaming cushion, a chunk of fabric just kind of pops off and cracks right into your hand, and it takes you by surprise and you jerk away. The cushion is still on fire. Ow. Sean, is there anything you would like to do? Is there anything in here, like water-wise, like anything liquid? Do not make me use the coconut. <laughs> <laughs> no, that coconut is safely tucked away in my bag. I mean, I honestly emergency. wouldn't be surprised if it was the coconut that caused this to happen. <laughs> There's no liquids around, but there are a few blankets. All right, I grab a blanket, I throw it over the top, and okay. I cut it down. Yep, absolutely fine. The fire goes out. It's cool. a bit stinky, but other than that, all is well. What just happened? Did I do that? Did you do that, or did you do that? I didn't do that. Socks? <laughs> if, if, if a socky pup could look up at you gormlessly, it would be right now. Huh? <laughs> um, do you, like, throws their arms up and is like, Hey! You did it! You did the magic, man! Because we're just going to get you real mad. Erin looks at her hand and looks at the cushion and she's like, but that, that isn't possible. I, that, I'm, I, I have to go. And she rushes out 
All right, come on. D D turns to Alex and just like puts her hands on their hips. Look at what you did. I didn't do that. I can't use magic. No, not the magic part. Oh, the 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 size part. Yeah, like the whole egging her on. I wasn't egging her on. I have genuine questions about this. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oh. What would you like to do? Run after them and say sorry? Yeah, she ain't gonna listen to me. <laughs> Alex, can you make a flight roll for me, I please? I can, and that's a d20. Do it. That is a nine. You go rushing off after Erin. You can hear her clattering around the outside just by the corrugated iron entrance. Mm -hmm. So she's just left and she's now in the junkyard. Make another flight roll for me. Okay. Eight. I'm assuming you're carrying on chasing after her, yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm probably yelling. He's following, but not super fast. As you call out, Erin gets to the entrance of the junkyard she hears you and she stops and she turns around uh yeah i'm i'm sorry i, I didn't mean to upset you I, I i wasn't i didn't mean to upset you i'm just trying to process this whole thing i'm not used to this whole magic thing she tilts her head and and, and looks at you a bit confused what what on earth are you apologizing for boy i, I thought this... we upset you would take more than you to upset me, Pipsqueak. Oh. Make a brains roll for me. Oh, bugger you. Uh, um, oh, God. So many dice, they all look the same. Well, they don't. That's the nature they of do look polyhedral the dice, they're is that they're all pointy. different. They're all pointy and forbidden. <laughs> they all got ten. corners. They got corners. That is a, that is a, I land, it landed on the corner. That is ten. You've seen this look before, Alex. This is the same kind of look that you see on your mum when she's particularly distracted by work. Um, um, and she, she says, Look, this is a funny turnout. Um, just do whatever it is you need to do. Um, I'll see if I can narrow down our search. And she storms off. Bye. I turn around to D. And I say, I have a plan. Okay. But, but it's going to get us in trouble. Maybe. Well, I mean, ideally we wouldn't get in trouble for nothing. If we get caught, this is going to end with us in a lot of trouble. Can you both make brains rolls for me, please? I've been in plenty of trouble. Like, uh, I literally got, like, exiled from my freaking country, so... Jeez. Nine. That's a three. Um, you're racking up these. Uh... Oh yeah, no, I started out with with like uh, I think three on here. I'm up to seven. Nice. It might have been four. Just okay. Alex, see, you have been thinking about ways of disrupting Woolworths pretty much since you left Tim's DIY. There are various forms this disruption could could take and and you know that you could perhaps cause some physical damage um oh no i don't plan to do that that would be bad you could you could damage the shop's reputation yeah really it's down to you but there are definitely lots of avenues that you that you're beginning to there's a large kind of think about. possibility space mm -hmm. potential mayhem 
Okay, well, I'm going to leave it down to you now. Okay. This, is, this is all on you. I am now going to explain why I want the buckets. Okay. Are you ready for this, Dean? Yeah. Okay. So, I want us to walk around the junkyard and collect the smelliest, slimiest, grossest bugs we can find. Oh, that'll be easy. Let's just go scoop up your vomit from the other day. Exactly. Then, okay, under the cover of night, we go in and we pour it all over the shop. I'm into it. In the morning, the people will get in and it'll smell awful. There'll be bugs everywhere. They'll have to close it for, like, exterminators. And it'll be ruined. Okay, but, like... Hmm. Or we can burn it down, but I'd rather we didn't. Yeah, I don't know if I'm down with burning it down. Like, that seems like this is like a precedent. Absolutely. And we shouldn't do that. Yeah. This is a kid's I'm, I'm more into like antics. <laughs> yes. Hijinks. Yes, yeah, good old fashioned hijinks. I really like disguises. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we don't have to do it during the night. We could go, we could go there in the day. It's just, oh, I, I think how bugs is a good way of going around it. Like, disguise ourselves in a way that makes sense for us dumping a bucket of bugs. So, I imagine they have, like, a back entrance to the Woolworths, yeah? Yeah. If we, like, <gasps> my dad always says, like, the way to, you know, the way to get into it is just pretend. Wait. Gone. We did get a grappling hook. We did get a grappling hook. We do got a grappling hook. We do. What you have is three baby crowbars and a, and a length of rope. We do. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's, it's very easy to make a, quote, uh, a, a grappling hook. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> Famous last words. It's got the little thing at the bottom. How do I make like, a grappling uh, hook? How do I roll to make a grappling hook? Do you have the merchandise on you now? Uh, yeah, we we took it straight from the shop to here. In order to make the grappling hook, you will need just to... Just take the duct tape. Just wrap it around 600 times. No, no, it needs, a better, it needs a better knot than that. It needs some sort of, like, it'll need to be secure. We can't just rely on duct tape. Well, I mean, yeah. That'd be silly. Does, does Alex know knots? Does Alex know knots? Not necessarily. <laughs> Are there any... Books in nearby that we could probably find that would have basic knot tying in, like a scout's book or something. <gasps> yes, there is, oh. because Sally found it during the den building episode, didn't she? She found a scouting book. Yeah, oh. that is a callback. Yeah. Do we have all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure if we had the stuff that she'd found. Yeah, it's still all there. Cool. That's neat. So that means, like, that this spot was kind of insulated. And then think about that. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's get down to that book. Um, and then I'll get out all this tape that I got. Then we'll do the knot. And then we'll just wrap it in a whole bunch of duct tape. That makes sense. Of course it does. And then I'll throw it because, you know, I'm a good throw. I'm a good throw. I'm okay. throw. How do we make it then? Do we have to roll something to make it? Or do you think that because we have the book, we can figure it out? We have the book and a ton of duct tape. We do. 
Jimmy, do you want me to have to roll for this? Or will you let an old man have his way? This one time. Well, you just let us have a grappling hook. You make it so hard to yeah, have I mean, a grappling I mean, hook, Jimmy. Come on. Ta- taping, taping the crowbars together won't be a problem. That's not rocket science. You've, you've both seen grappling hooks in like Batman and whatnot. Attaching the rope is going to be a little bit more cumbersome. Certainly you can tape it on there and that'll work, but mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to roll a... What would a knot tying? I guess it's got to be brains, really. I'm scared now. I want help. Ooh. Because I got this big brain Ooh. There. Jimmy. Jimmy, guess what just happened? Did you just explode? I just exploded. I got a one. <laughs> this is going to be the best. Oh, and I got, an, I got a six. So that is a grand total of 18. So yeah, you're over so here like, is... yeah, no, we're just going to do a knot like this, this, I'm like, wrap it around D. here. And Dee's just like, no, just uh, throw on some more tape. Dee, Dee, just <laughs> listen to me for a second. I'm doing this. Then I make the best grappling hook ever created by kid kind. The, the grappling hook you make is adequate. What? <laughs> it's adequate. No, it's not. It's the best. I take some. That knot isn't going anywhere. That knot is not going anywhere. I take some. I, t- I take a paint can from nearby, and I take some like little bits of of red paint and yellow paint, and I I paint some go faster stripes on the side, so it'll fly faster <laughs> through the air. Um, D adds and more duct tape to it. I just like to point out you've only got purple paint. Okay, yeah, we so do I, only I, have I, purple I paint. paint. We have so much magic, purple paint. <laughs> go faster magic paint on the side. Uh, and then uh, I name it, and I'm going to name it Cucumber, based on my inability to spell crowbar. <laughs> That's, that, that is a thing of beauty. Do you have any idea how long I've been wanting a freaking uh, grappling hook? Do you have any idea I wanted a cucumber? I'm, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just in town. Let's just all buy your place and grab some. I was night. quite excited to see the fairy, and then I found out the fairy's just an old lady. She's not that old. She's like she, what thirty? Thirty's pretty old. Uh, I might actually. I think she's actually like a couple hundred years old. You know what? See? She actually looks really great for her age. Okay, so we don't need to be like insulting. I'm not at this point very. I'm kind of disappointed. But anyway, we've got this nice crowbar now, and we're going to cause some chaos. Yeah. Uh, wait, so let's grab just a bunch of uh gross stuff, yes, and like a ton of bugs, maybe catch a couple rats. Do we want to do this at night or do we want to do this during the day? I don't think we're gonna be able to get away with carrying rats and bugs through the street during the day. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, we want to have them, don't we? Just to give you a time frame, it is currently about Half four, quarter to five. Oh, good grief. Time, you know? You've got to go, haven't you? At some point, I'll be fine if I'm a little bit late. Uh, Uncle Tommy will just be mad. <laughs> All right. So I guess we spend a good chunk of time finding rats and bugs and gross things to put into buckets. Yeah. Tell me what gross things you're going to put in these buckets then. Well, uh, that we, we, we go to that toilet. And just kind of like team up to lift it up and just dump it in and all the gross bugs and whatnot that have been hanging around in it. Make mm. a brains roll for me. I got a five. 
that is a success. Yay. I actually succeeded. It occurs to you that if you fill the bucket full of Alex's vomit, <laughs> it's just going to look like vandalism rather than like some kind of infestation. But yeah, I, I understand. You don't just dump the vomit all over the store. This to get all the gross bugs. And then, you know, like you can kind of like take a little bit of that and like steal like a shirt or something, dip it in there and like rub it up underneath of like all the all the shelves. That way it just kind of gets that stink. This is the stank bucket. Okay. So yeah. Stank like, bucket. We could like pry open some vents, uh, stick, pour it into the, it into pour the, into the conditioner. air conditioner. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna vomit into the air conditioner. Okay, <laughs> and but then then we've got to get some rats and some bugs. So yeah, so uh, we'll get we'll get toes and nettles to help out with the rats. Yeah, so toes and nettles go and find some rats, and uh, we'll we'll just start flipping junk for for bugs. How do you persuade nettles to look for rats? <laughs> I'm like, hey nettles, get home. I will. Cook you up three sausages. If you bring me a couple wats. He barks four times. <sighs> Thank you, Chipper, for a thing of uh, sausages, Alex. You want me to buy you some sausages? Yeah. Are you sure this dog even knows what you're saying? Yeah. This dog can talk. Nettles has started to walk in the direction of the exit. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I tell you what, tell you what, Nettles. Can you hear me? Can you understand me? Nettles has stopped, but he hasn't turned around. Six sausages. He bounds over. There we go. See, Six sausages. See, you, you think you can just negotiate with any old dog? <laughs> well, clearly I won. You can see him. He's like sniffing around various different piles and whatnot. He finds um, a dead bird, just like a sparrow. It looks in reasonably good nick. It, it, it looks like it's probably had, had a broken wing and just sort of perished. Yeah, we'll so throw finds... that up in a vent. That goes in the vent. That absolutely goes in the vent. He comes back about 15 minutes later and he has rather expertly managed to catch a rat. It's a big bugger as well. And it's still alive in his mouth. It's kind of squawking and struggling. <laughs> I grab Heck a bucket yeah. and I'm like, put it in the bucket, put it in the bucket. We can okay. find like uh, some something like to make it look like it fell down in like one of like uh, the trash cans or something there that they sell. Well, so, it's just kind of stuck there in the open for everybody to see. Yeah. So what we do, what we'll do with that is we'll just stick it in the store and it should just like eat loads of stuff overnight. Surely, like if we stick it in there, the um, they can mix and stuff. Well, it's like they just sell everything, right? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, no, we just dump it, like, on top of the food. I did give you six sausages, Nettles. Do you think you could go get us a few more? Nettles goes scurrying off to go and look for some some more things. It's probably going to take him some time, you reckon, so what do you want to do in the meantime? Uh, Depending on, like like I said, well, this is all happening. Dude's just going around grabbing bugs, just kind of tossing them in the bucket. I've been stomping on the ground and making worms come up. Once it starts pushing around six, it's around the time that these like uh, probably ought to get uh, going. I gotta go all the way across town. Okay. Um, 
what we'll do is well, if we, if we stick no, Neville's knows the way. Otherwise, like he can just crash at your place or whatever. Oh God, no, he can't come to mine. He's clean. My parents won't want Ish. a dog in the house. Well, fine. I mean, like he can find his way home. You know what he's doing. You sure? Yeah. No, he's not okay. an idiot. Like he, right. he can literally talk. All right, he just doesn't talk to me because he's a jerk. I'm going to take the buckets and prop them up in such a way where like there's lids on top and put bricks on top of those and bricks around them to stop them from falling over. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, that's fine. What time, uh, the, what time tonight do we want to meet? Midnight? Uh, midnight makes sense. Heck yeah. Uh, you want to meet at uh, my place? Uh, just out, out in the, the Phoenix Plaza. Uh, sh- well, should we come here? I can probably need help carrying that crap, huh? Yeah, can we meet? Can we meet on like uh, Columbus Roads or something, like halfway? I mean, yeah, sure. Like if you if you got ways to carry them. Well, no. So if we both, we we'll, if I'll come down from Seaview C- Terrace, we'll both meet at Columbus Road, and then we'll go back and get the stuff, and then we'll go and begin our plan. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah, it works. All right. Cool. See you in a bit. Bye. You both make your way home. Alex, you're the first to arrive home, being closest. Yep, literally just across the road. <laughs> Sorry, did you decide Nettle is Nettle's not going with you? No, uh, I don't think I don't think my parents would be approving of it. Not that they'll probably be home, because they're never home. You get in, and actually, you find that your dad is at home. Oh. And he says, oh, Alex, just in time. I thought, as mum's away, um, fish and chips? Uh, yeah, sure. That sounds good, Dad. Uh, he's already got, like, some plates warming in the oven and he unwraps a bag of newspaper and just piles on a load of fish and chips. Mm. Um, and he sits down. Um, you're unusually late today. What happened? I've just been out with some friends. You can see his eyes light up and he says, oh, Alex, that's wonderful. Nice to see that you're getting out and meeting people. Just be careful, won't you? There seems to be uh, some rather strange goings-on. I, I wouldn't want you coming home any later than, well, round about now, to be honest. Okay, well, I'm sure I'll be fine. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be home on time most nights. Okay, well, um, your mum got away from the, the train station okay. Yeah. Uh, I suspect she's on her way to, uh, to, well, she's probably at the airport now. How long is she going to be away again? Um, just a few weeks. Okay. What's she doing over there? Oh, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a new account. Um, apparently it's all a bit of a mess over there. So she's, um, she's just looking into, looking into getting things organized, set up and running. And, and once that's done, she'll be, she'll be back. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Would like to point out that we learned a new, a uh, new, clue about Bucharest in that it requires a plane ride to reach. Yeah. I'm starting to build up a picture of this location that neither of us as people who are not doing well in geography <laughs> know. You also know it has finances. Mm-hmm. That are in a mess. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing a good job. That could, that could literally be any country. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is basically any country. So we've really not nailed down any location, but it's fine. It'll be all right. 
did mum say anything before she left? Did she let me know? Like, is there anything she wanted me to know or did she just go? Well, she sends her love, obviously. And she said she'll bring you back something nice. Cool. All right. Sure. I'll, uh... <laughs> Can't a oh! gallon of whiskey. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know, like, what they'd have in Bucharest. But I guess I'm sure she'll find me something nice. Spear guy. Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> Yeah, mum always finds me nice stuff when she goes on holidays, but like, it's still kind of a shame that she has to go so far. I know, Alex, I know. All the way to the exotic Bucharest. Wherever the hell that may be. We get all sorts of fancy spices. Make a brains roll, Alex. Am I going to finally know where Bucharest is? <laughs> That's a three, so no. Three is more than ample for this rather obvious thing that you could do. Alex, do you think it might be a good idea to ask your dad where Bucharest is? No! <laughs> Ruin the joke. Hey, Dad. Hey, dad. Uh, yes, son? I've got this thing. I was, I was telling my friends that, like, mum had gone to Bucharest, and none of us know where Bucharest is. Where is it? As you're talking, um, he's kind of clearing away uh, bits and pieces. And he says, oh, Bucharest, yes, um, it's in Europe. Um, and he heads off into the living room. <laughs> ah, Europe. The exotic wait, 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 distant wait. land of Europe. <laughs> where, where in, Dad, Dad, where in Europe? He shut the door on the way out. The mystery <laughs> continues. <laughs> the plot thickens. We need a side quest. Nice. That's your side quest. Boom. New side I'm quest. I'm so tempted to look up information on Bucharest, but I know I can't. Alex, we'll leave you there just for a second. I'm going to just go upstairs and listen to music until the time comes. Okay, so you head up. Anything in particular? So that's sweet. No, not Kevin McClod. Um, I'm back on my Bowie. Back on Bowie, okay. Back on my Bowie. So you're listening to Bowie. That's uh, Jeff Bowie. Jeff Bowie? <laughs> D, <laughs> obviously you've got a little bit further to go, coupled with the fact that Nettles has only got little legs. He's doing uh, sweet wheelies. <laughs> and you're doing sweet wheelies. You get back a little bit after half six. Toss that bike down in the front yard and stroll right on it. You get in. As you walk through the door, Nettles scurries straight ahead of you and sort of bounds out the kitchen, up the stairs. You can hear his little feet going. And Uncle Tommy's sat at the kitchen table. Um, dinner's all laid out. What are you having for dinner tonight? Some shepherd's pie. Okay, shepherd's pie made but, with but, real shepherds. But it's not like homemade. It's like okay. a, a store-bought one because I imagine Uncle Tommy's not a particularly competent cook. Mm, no, he, no, I think you're probably right. Okay, like he so... tries, but it's never good. Like, he knows it's not good, but he desperately wants it to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, can you make a... Oh, this is grit for you, so make a grit roll for me. 16. You can see a place laid out for you. You can see dinner there. You take a seat and it's, it's almost instincts because you can clearly see that Uncle Tommy doesn't look um, himself, shall we say. What, does it look like a doppelganger? You, you wouldn't know if it was a doppelganger. <laughs> 
<laughs> Does he look like a vampire? <laughs> no, he just looks more uncomfortable than usual. Um, he says, uh, uh, "D, D, this is um, this is rather late. We did say I did say um, I did say six o'clock, didn't I? Now come on, sit down and eat your dinner." Uh, I'm sorry about that. I got distracted out there. Somebody brought in like a load of junk. Sweating through all that. Very good. Well, just come on, eat up. Yeah. These eating up this competent shepherd's pie. <laughs> With your grit roll. It's not poisoned, you... is it? I'm not going to. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, with your grit roll, you, you, you shovel in a, a, a few mouthfuls to begin with. And you sense a silence. Like normally, um, Uncle Tommy, workaholic that he is, will quite often, you know, sort of open up a newspaper or be doing some work, looking at some files, that sort of thing. Yeah, there's always some paper wrestling. Yeah, and today there just isn't. Well, let's see. Dee's not very comfortable in just pure silence. No, I can so imagine. Like they're they're clicking their plate loudly, kind of uh, mm-hmm. shuffling on the seat a little bit. Finally, just go. So, uh, how's work? He doesn't answer straight away, and when he does, he he seems a little bit absent. He's like, uh, oh yes, uh, work was fine, and you can see something is on his mind. Uh. So, everything okay? He puts down his knife and fork either side of his plate and steeples his fingers together. He looks at you and he goes to speak and then stops himself and um, he's like, um, uh, oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, D, uh, how old are you? Fourteen. Fourteen. That's right. And, um, I'm kind of, how would you put it? Sort of the responsible adult here. Am I not? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> um, oh, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> um, he is almost kind of sort of muttering to himself, and uh, he looks at you and he says, <laughs> See, I, 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 I was, I was 14 once. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, and I, I know there are, uh, yeah. Um, everything okay, D? Is everything okay? Okay? Uh, yeah, yes. Hmm. Uh, D. Uh, D. D. Um, <laughs> D's getting very uh, uncomfortable. Their, their knees starting to bob. 
reaching for the knife on the table. <laughs> we've um, you've been you've been here what three four months now? Yeah, yeah something like that. I think we're almost pushing five, actually. You're 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 happy here, right? I mean, it's not as bad as I thought it'd be. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting used to it. I'm learning uh, lots of new fun things about the world. Uh, okay. Well, that's 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 good. I'm 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 glad that that things are going okay for you. Um, I want to um talk to you about uh, girls oh no uh, <laughs> do you do you like uh drops the fork y- yeah okay uh you 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 know I I like you, don't you? And uh, you can trust me. Yes. Um, D desperately tries to forget the time that Uncle Tom kidnapped them. <laughs> <laughs> it was brainwashing. It was brainwashing. Then I need to ask you, D. Um. Do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, okay, okay. He's looking kind of slightly relieved as if he's managed to get out what he was trying to say. Why do you ask? Well, I just, I don't think it's really something a young man of your age should be concerning yourself with. Um, are you absolutely positive? You wouldn't lie to me, would you? No, I've never lied to you. You know, it's, yeah, I mean, not, not on the work out, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, uh, <sighs> this is a very uncomfortable conversation, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, no, I do not have any girlfriends at present. That's that's good. I mean, I'm 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 not saying you can't have friends who are girls. Um, you know, you 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 should you should have as many friends as possible. Friends are good. Yeah, I mean, I do. But uh, I. Can you then possibly explain to me why I found this 
down the side of the sofa and he he reaches down into his pocket and he pulls out a small bottle of nail varnish. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, no, I just uh, found that. And I was like, hey, I'm sure I can find something useful for this. You know, me, always repurposing things, I'm really into that whole uh, recycling movement. So it doesn't belong to a girlfriend no D- uh, uh, dear sweating nope <laughs> does not belong to a girlfriend Ooh, okay Ooh, I, I, I thought I was gonna have to have a really uncomfortable conversation then <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, just just be careful. It 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 does have a, a rather nasty habit of staining places. So if you are repurposing it, just just make sure you put some newspaper down first. Um, yep. He. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm sinking into my chair right now. This is horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. The. Um... Both D and E are sweating. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think D's only like halfway finished with eating. It, they just, they stashed the bottles like, well, that was a good talk. I am the real naked. I'm just going to go to bed. Okay, be upstairs. sure to do your homework. <laughs> D's already gone. Okay. Slams the door. It's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there we go. So, was that all right? (laughs) That's going to make for some really painful listening. (laughs) Yes, it is. Was that okay, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, is there anything Eve or Dee wants to do? Uh, uh, Dee's just got to have a panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um as you rush through the door nettles looks up expectantly realizes you don't have any sausages in your hand and kind of oh no scowls i need a minute okay so uh stop giving me that look <laughs> <laughs> he pads over and he exerts a little bit of his um special karma um and you instantly feel just slightly better. Obviously, the size of that conversation is still weighing down on you. Um, yes. And the kind of close call that you had, but it, it, your your breathing has kind of settled. Physically, you're starting to feel a little bit better. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. No, that was... That's fine. Uh, you just, like, looks down at the bottle and just immediately goes and stuffs it in the desk drawer. Yep. 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 Okay. All right. Okay. Is there anything that the pair of you would like to do before we get to midnight? I would like to roll a brains roll, please. Go for it. 
Thank you. Uh, D12. Which is the D12? This is so silly. There's so many different dice. They all look the same. It, it, it's, it's the one with the pentagon. It is. I got a 10. And that causes me to bolt upright from my bed just before we're about to leave and go, <gasps> the sausages. And so I sneak downstairs and grab a pack of sausages from the fridge. Okay, uh, so do you, is that is that you waking up at midnight, Alex? Well, it's not me waking up. It's me having been listening to music for ages, and I've had my eyes closed for a bit. And then midnight comes around, and like I'd say, I'd say like five minutes before midnight, I've quickly snapped that the sausages. So I run downstairs, grab the sausages, sneak out through the front door, and then travel off into the night. Okay, that is not a problem. Are you taking your bike with you? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay. D. Yeah. Anything you want to do before we get to midnight? Uh, D is just going to probably spend the night pacing. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, you pace around the room for a little bit. Eventually it gets to about quarter to midnight. Can you make a flight roll for me, please? Yes, I can. That is a 11 plus 1, 12 total. Okay, that's absolutely fine. So you head on out the door. You can hear Uncle Tommy as you um, walk out onto the landing, and he's quite clearly asleep. Yeah, he's a snorer. Nettles pads after you as well. And yeah, you, you get on your bike and you head off to Columbus Road. You get there and you find um, Alex has already arrived. Hi. Um, hey. How you doing? <laughs> Don't know who might be around, so it'll be quiet. Okay. I think. Do you, this... do you look around? Do I see anyone? <laughs> I don't know. Like, we don't know whether or not that black anise is around, so we'll be careful, yeah? Uh, yes. Good point. Maybe it's a goblin somewhere in the, in the trash. I've never seen a goblin. I'll, I don't I'll, know. I don't know if those are real. Goblins aren't real. I don't know. Do you want goblins to be real? Yeah, I mean, why not? Maybe they'll be more interesting than the fairy. Bigger they'll probably be jerks. Yeah, probably, but like at least they'll be like I mean the fairy isn't meant to be a jerk, but the fairy's a jerk, so why don't why don't I just make everyone a jerk? I guess that's a good point. Maybe maybe goblins are nice. What are we doing? Let's go get our bugs. Okay. We run over and get the bugs. For the because obviously we've we've been recording for an hour and a half and I would like to do this last bit. Um, I would also I'm, like to do this. I'm going to say that you make it over to the junkyard and so far everything is going according to plan. You grab your buckets. Are you taking your bikes with you or are you going to carry and and walk? Can we devise a method of carrying these buckets while with the bikes? One bucket per handle. That's four buckets. Yeah. Take them as far as Phoenix Plaza. We need to make sure we're out of sight. So probably go around the back of Phoenix Plaza and then take the buckets on foot from there. And we, and we grapple hook 
up onto the roof, and then we can pull up each of the buttons. Well, I guess one of us could just sneak in and open up the door. Yeah, let's just do that one. It'll be easier. Okay, so what? Are you going to break into the front door? Huh? No, we grappling no. hook up onto the roof. Go through the roof access. Okay, so I've, I've, I'll have to give you some idea of how this particular branch of Woolworths works. So it is on the lower level of the Phoenix Plaza. Uh, mm-hmm. We went through there all that trouble some... of making the grab. <laughs> Cucumber will see his day of power. The back entrance is a, a, a fenced off yard. What kind of fence is it? It's just a wooden panel fence. I mean, we do have a thing made out of crowbars that we could just pry open this. This is true. Way. How tall That's is true. it? It's about 12 foot. Oh, jeez. Yeah, let's, let's just go and pry up with a couple of panels here, and then we can just, like, walk through. Yeah. I mean, I'm also, I also have prepared as a skill, so I could potentially see whether or not I've got something at hand to get open. But, yeah, no, the crowbar seems like a good plan. Okay. So what, are you dismantling your grappling hook? Oh, no. No. They're all, they're all three pointing out in different directions. You totally get one in there. Okay, so who's doing this? What skill are we going to use for that, Brawn? That would be a Brawn. Absolutely I, you. Oh, what do you have for it? A four. Okay, yeah, I have a D8. I'm a weedy boy. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I will pop that puppy. I'm going to do it. That will be a six total. Six will get the will get the the first fence panel open. It's a narrow gap. You could probably kind of jimmy yourselves in, but you're not going to be able to get those buckets through that gap. Okay, yeah, we'll just have to pop a second one. Okay, make it make it just slightly wider. Hey, eight total. Yeah, that's, that's fine. So you 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 pop that second one and you work your way into this yard so the yard itself it looks like it houses all the dumpsters for each of the units in the phoenix plaza can i double check you've both been to Woolworths before haven't you uh yes i think yes. i don't think he goes there often okay that's fine oh a map a map yes a very blurry map is it blurry for you because I've got terrible internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> give it, give, give me a good like half an hour, and maybe it'll be not blurry. Oh my god, we can, we can totally steal from the Woolworth. <laughs> do they sell spear guns? <laughs> Might be something. Do it yourself. I just want to just very, very quickly talk about Woolworths for a second, because obviously for our listeners outside of Great Britain, what you've got to fully appreciate, as a child, Woolworths was the best shop in the world because it was just full of stuff, like everything you could possibly imagine. So, you know, I've, I've put a few examples of the stores. I mean, that one, that, that black and white one, Marsh Havens would look very much like that, that kind of grey. I mean, that's almost sort of pseudo-brutalist. So, yeah, I mean, you can have a look on the map. We've got, like, lots of smaller departments, sporting goods, electronics, tobacco. There's a restaurant there, fitting rooms, photo booths. There is a very fancy record section as well. You wouldn't find the types of things that Alex might listen 
Quincy. This is all kind of your Matt Monroe's and your Johnny Mathis. You know, Alex would uh. quite obviously go to an independent record store like Anderson's Music Jams. What a name. What Woolworths was most famous for was its huge, in, in British terms anyway, its huge selection of pick and mix. This notion that you could just go to one big aisle and just help yourself to like as many different sweets as you could possibly imagine was unheard of until like Woolworths really introduced it properly. If you were good on a day out to town with your mum, you'd always end up in Woolworths with a paper bag and a shovel and just getting as many sweets as possible. Okay. Hey. There's a time and a place for Bubba Streisand. It's not right now. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, you would be familiar with this layout. You've both been in there at some point. Alex, you're probably yeah. a little bit more familiar with it. So just here is the entrance. Uh-huh. Okay. You are currently back here. Okay. So there is a back door and then you've got a yard here. Thank you, whoever's drawing. You're welcome. <laughs> What's that box? <laughs> I don't quite know what this box is, it's but a box. I'm going to steal this line. Thank you. Okay. So, yeah. So this is basically, there's just this long corridor, um, which will get you uh, into the main part of the shop. You've then got a warehouse. The warehouse actually extends out to here. Okay, yeah. cool. And, and, and basically the, this whole back area is the yard. Okay, and there's dumpsters, there's there's cages with old boxes in, you know, the normal stuff that you would find behind mm-hmm. a shop. Okay, well, we need to get to the wherever the the air conditioning is first of all. Okay. Do you know where so, it is? Well, actually, you have to get in first. Well, we need to. Get, or I, I, aren't we going to try and get on the roof, D? You can't. There are shops above Woolworths. Uh, yeah. Is there, is there like a, a window or anything that's ajar? Well, I mean, I do got lockpicks. Oh, yeah. I just pop this door. I'm in a real criminal mood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, really gotta get my mind off stuff by doing some crime. He's just gonna go and try to Jimmy open that door. Oh, grit for that, right? Well, you're at the back of the yard at the moment. Yes. I'd like you to make a grit roll, not for opening the door just yet. <coughs> Is this possibly something that old Alex can also roll for? Because I got four. It is something that Alex can roll for as well. I do then have I adversity tokens, though, if Alex fails. That is a six. Alex you can hear footsteps where from they are coming from the side of the building okay so not inside the building no we need to get in there quick uh how far uh, if you're hearing them that means that they're probably too close for me to pick a lock that maybe i mean do do you just like set the sets the bucket down next to a dumpster and uh scrambles into it real quick okay roll flight for me get in here get in here all right okay fine uh eight total eight for eve and 12 for me okay both fine 
So you managed to... Are you scrambling behind the dumpster or in the dumpster? Uh, it is getting into it. <laughs> I'm getting behind it. <laughs> Alex, from your vantage point, you see a man appear and he wanders the length of the yard. So not just from one end to the other. He's gone past all the other units as well. He has a flashlight. It's fairly obvious that he is a security guard. Okay. And hang on one sec. Oh, you lucky buggers. Um, he didn't spot the hole in the fence. Okay. Because like all security guards in, in fiction, he's terrible at his job. Yeah, he's badly paid. He's, he's, just, he's not paid for this. He's, he's doing his basics. <laughs> he's doing his basics. Okay. Is he going back the way he came or is he just sort of hanging around this area? It looks like he's, he's kind of doing a lap. Okay. Uh, I guess we wait till he goes past. Yeah, once he's out of sight, if he's doing a lap, Phoenix Plaza is pretty large, right? Yeah. So he'll probably do a lap, fart around up front for a little bit, and then do another lap. So I wait until he goes past, and then I lift the lid of the bin and look in, and I'm like, D, get out of there. Uh, D climbs up, pulls the banana peel off their head. <laughs> Ugh. You smell almost as bad as the bucket. Yeah, yeah, I'll just, like, uh, work myself on the clothes or something. Why did you go in the bin? Because, I don't know, where we looked behind the bin. Ah, oh, I guess. All right, anyway, we've got to get that door unlocked. Look, you got me saying bins. <laughs> That's because they are bins. They can't. Whatever, just help. Get the door unlocked. Yeah, uh, Data D pulls out the, the lockpicks and goes to work. Okay, roll group, please. Yeah, 16. Yeah, you managed to open the lock with no problem at all. I mean... Burglar. For all its balminess and, you know, mysterious disappearances of children, Marsh Haven is considered a relatively safe place to live. I mean, this isn't, you know, like inner city. To the outside world and, and to, to people at large, Marsh Haven is a, a kind of nice town to live in. And so people don't think a huge, huge amount about security. It's the kind of place where, it, like, even when stuff happens, it's usually so strange that everyone just ignores it. Yeah, there's a little bit of denial. So you manage to pop the lock and open the door, bringing you out into that first corridor. Now, along here, are just uh, there's rows of trolleys and and stock and bits and pieces that have been piled up. Kind of looks like you know sort of stuff that's ready to be put out the following day. Is this the kind of place where they have security cameras, or is it yeah. part of the kind of place where they've got like that big uh, two way mirror and like all those little uh, angled mirrors around? You can't see anything in this in this corridor. Well, I'm just, I'm just asking from like general experience. Okay, you're most likely. See, I didn't do any research into the history of CCTV, so I couldn't tell you when security cameras were about. Yeah, because I I don't think I know that they were like the seventies is the time when like tapes were starting to become available. Yeah. But they weren't super common. CCCTV was 
Available, the first commercial closed circuit television system became available in 1949. Oh, dang. 1968 was the first city to install video cameras along its main business street in an effort to fight crime. What, British city? No, that was American. And then 1970s and 1980s, the first outdoor um, CCTV was in Bournemouth in 1985. See, my experience of growing up in the 80s is that... Breaking into places. And breaking into places, yeah. Um, Is that not many places had CCTV. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because, like, I mean, it's kind of expensive... Especially at this time, because like I've been I've been watching like a lot of stuff that goes over like old tech and everything. And like this is the time when like it's starting to become commercially available, but it's still expensive enough that most people don't have it unless they're like genuinely worried about like consistent problems. Yeah. yeah. They they especially weren't like usually running it at night just because like you had to save it to tapes. And yeah, like, unless you were there to be like, ah, we got a guy save that tape, like it would just rewrite the tape. Yeah, I think we're talking angled mirrors. Okay. And if you've been in the shop, you would have certainly seen those mirrors. Okay, so I don't need to get a like box and stick it on my head to like check my identity for now. No. Okay. Disappointing, but okay. Oh yeah, I I did forget. Uh, D is totally wearing a a jumpsuit right now like overalls (laughs) i imagine i'm wearing like a hoodie like overalls and a beanie and like they got the collar popped and they definitely look like a criminal (laughs) i guess we go down this corridor Mm -hmm. uh, and sneak in i'd like to start i'd like to quickly pop to men's apparel if that's fine with you yeah that's fine Okay, I go there and I get some gloves, just in case. I don't want like people to think that I am not only the murderer of several children, but also someone who steals stuff from a shop. So I'm going to steal these gloves so then I don't have <laughs> fingerprints. Okay. Capiche? Does that make sense? Yeah, go for it. It's okay, all on you, you guys do, now. Do that. Um, right. Uh, yeah, do go ahead and snatch us up with a pair of gloves too. Cool. <laughs> Right. Sneaky, sneaky. Steal it. Okay. You're a criminal now. <laughs> Don't say that to me, please. Straighten me <laughs> out a little bit. Is there a um like an overhanging vent anywhere? Well, I mean, you can certainly see a metal duct that that runs the length between men's apparel and footwear over your head. There's no vent on it. Is there one but... more over near groceries and essentials? Well, the duct itself appears to run to this doorway just here. You don't know what's behind it. It runs through this wall over to the other side. Right. Okay. D. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go find the. Let's go find the thingy. The the the, the ventilation. All right. Maybe we should fill it up. You go find the vents, all right, and take the puke bucket. Okay. And I'll take the uh, wet and bug bucket, and I'll, like, stick the wet in one of, like, the candy things. Yeah, don't let the rat bite you. Yeah, okay, that's why, uh, that's why I stole the gloves. Put some of the real worms in with candy worms. 
Yeah, I'll swap some of the worms. Yeah. <laughs> Keep some of the worms for us, though. Anyway, I'll see that in a minute. Wait, some of the real worms or some of the fake worms? Um, the fake ones. The, the, the okay. ones that I eat. Okay, okay. I'll, okay. I'll make sure to grab those before I put the real worms in there. Okay, cool. Cool. Bye. I like it over <laughs> to the warehouse. Yeah, D goes to the confectionery. Okay, so D, we'll start with you. Mm-hmm. So you're going over to the confectionery. You replace the gummy worms with actual worms. Is there anything else that you'd like to do? Uh, yeah, I'm going to... I want to find one that is, like, half full or something. And I would just want to, like, stick a rat in there. How many rats do we have? You have three. Three rats? Yeah, I, I want to go ahead and uh, stay, stick a rat in there. And then I'll be taking another rat and, like, uh, set, setting it with, like, the bread and whatnot. Well, over in groceries? Yeah. Okay. But before all this, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm, like, taking not, like, a ton of candy, but a decent amount of candy, like <laughs> dumping it in my bag. Stealing pick and mix from Woolworths is a rite of passage. Yeah, it was. Exactly. Well, I mean, but you think these only been here once? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what can I do with this last rat? You kind of want you want to spread your rats around. Um, you do. Where would a bunch of rat piss just really upset people? Oh, the tobacco. Which one? Tobacco. Rattles like eat a bunch of cigarettes. D, can you make a grit roll for me, please? Making a grit roll. Eleven. As you get to the bottom of the confectionery aisle and are kind of peering down towards women's apparel, you realize that you remembered that there's a small electronic center and there is a bank of televisions on display and they're all on and you can see that if you were to walk past there you would appear on, on the televisions via one of the cameras mm. see it hasn't caught me yet but like i can, I can see that that's what it's set up to yeah. do that's yeah it's just like a display basically uh don't want to risk it recording yeah, so what D is going to do is change their mind about going in that direction. We're going to cut back up through grocery. And we'll cut through kitchenware. Uh, go through framed pictures. And then cut down through between home fashion and women's apparel. Go straight down to that tobacco. Okay, no problem. You head to the tobacco counter. It's your kind of typical counter for, for picking up small bars of candy and tobacco and paraphernalia and whatnot. You do see that the cigarettes and tobacco are all in locked cabinets behind the counter itself. Hmm. Is there any, like, uh, openings bigger than a... About the size of like a quarter, because a rat will get through that. 
<laughs> there isn't. No. Can you make a grit roll, please? 17. You are also aware that you've got the big glass-fronted doors directly in front of you, looking right out onto the street. Uh, yeah, Yikes. I probably shouldn't stick around here. Okay. Uh, idea. People are here if there's wet droppings on the, on the cosmetics. I'm going to find a place to dump the sweat. But also, in the meantime, I'm also just like scattering roaches. Okay, so fleeing them out like casually, yeah, just get, like fleeing them, like shaking my hand because they want to stick on there. You're like a goth flower girl, just <laughs> yeah, scattering roaches down the aisle. Okay, so yeah, um, I mean, all these bugs start running around. I mean, there's not, whilst it seemed like a lot of the time in in a shop this size, it's not a huge amount, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you don't need a ton. No, you don't. You, you right. just need them to stick around long enough for people to see them and be like, oh my God, this place is gross. Sure, sure. Okay. All right. So I'll just leave you skipping through the aisles, scattering bugs. Alex, mm-hmm. what have you decided to do? So I've legged it over to the warehouse. Um, did I go past the, the TVs? No, you didn't need to. So you, you would have just come down past. Did I see goods. the TVs? No, you wouldn't. Yes, yeah, clean up behind the, side of the store. Okay, yeah. that's all right then. Because my, so, my plan was if I'd seen the TVs, I would have got like a sheet and pretended to be a ghost and like <laughs> stood in front of them for a little period of time and then walked off. I doubt it's set to record, but better safe than sorry. Yeah, it's probably just a, like a live feed. It's fine. Anyway, yeah, so I get to the warehouse and I. And I, and I Sort of gently open the door. Okay, slightly. yeah, it's, it's just one of those kind of swinging doors that you yeah, see Grover like, going in in Sesame Street when he's being the waiter. So I um, gently Grover my way through, but not 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 too much. I sort of like look through to see if there's anyone in there. I imagine there's not anyone. That is a very specific reference to me. <laughs> I always think of Grover when I see those doors. I don't know why. You head into the warehouse. I mean, it isn't huge. Um, it's less than a quarter of the size of the store. And all the way around the walls are large metal racks just filled with, with boxes of a variety of different things. There's a few rails as well with, with clothes hanging on them. All the usual stuff you'd expect to see in a warehouse. Um, you glance up at the duct and you can see that what it does is it goes along the, the roof of the, the warehouse or the ceiling of the warehouse and it comes down on the back wall um, and then what you assume it, it goes out into a vent outside. Okay. okay. Is there any like panels on the side of it? I mean, you have a look, you can't, you can't see. I mean, it's made up of panels, but they're all kind of like this steel and screws. Speaking of screws, can I use prepared to see if I've got a screwdriver? You can, but I'm going to ask you to make a brains roll as well. Okay. Whether or not you have a Phillips or a flathead. That's a seven. As you start unscrewing the ducts from, and I'm guessing you're doing it from the wall section from where you can actually reach. Yeah. As you begin unscrewing it, you begin to wonder what direction the airflow is going. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, is there any like vents nearby I can put my hand against to see whether or not I can feel like which way the smell is, which way the smell would travel? Um, there isn't, no. 
bother. Um, is there a door to the outside or like a, like a, a, an open sort of you know one of those sort of like hatches where they bring the um the old trucks towards? There is. There's a large like one of those kind of roller shutters, and next to it is a fire exit door. Well, I'm not going out the fire exit door because that's a trap right there, Mister Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that's like an obvious one. Um, I guess I can't lift the roller shutter, can I? No. Bugger. Um, and there's no there's no vents at all in this area. Not in this area, no. Are there any vents nearby? Uh, in like just outside the, the warehouse that I can? No, there aren't. Are there? Damn. Do I know? Like, if I go back out through the back, will I be able to get round to this other side of the warehouse without like being stuck? It's possible. That's not helpful. You're not being helpful right now. You make brains conundrums. Roll brains, Roll brains for me. Okay. Two. You're not sure what going outside would do. Gosh darn it. So you're kind of left just staring up at this long duct. Is there any signs on the thing to show like which way it's sucking or blowing? Nope. Bugger. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Just pop it open and find out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. Just, yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep opening it. Okay. Because I can just then stick my hand in and see which way the wind's blowing. Okay. So you start to unscrew. It's it's quite time consuming, but you you do eventually get the uh, a couple of screws off, just enough to kind of sort of pull the panel off slightly. Mm-hmm. You stick your hand in. You can't feel any air at all. You can see the fan. Uh, can I use a brain's roll to work out which way the fan will blow? Because they, they're you, like in a specific, like the blades are in a specific way based on which way. You can, yes. I can, all right. Please don't tell me. Ten. Oh, that's a ten. Is that an explosion? Uh, no, but it's a good no, number. It is a good number, yeah. I mean, you've got, you've got fans at home. You've, I do. You've seen fans. And on the internet. Um, if this was just a few years later, you would be standing behind those fans doing Darth Vader impressions. However, that means nothing to you. So um, it doesn't. I just that <laughs> thought in my mind is just entertained for a sh- second. I go, "What the fuck is a Darth Vader?" <laughs> you can see that the fan blows into the shop. Oh, good. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Um, I am going to take my bucket of dead bird and vomit yeah i'm just gonna pour it liberally out um through the crack okay i'm I'm, I'm gonna wedge i've got the crowbar with me right uh i don't know did one of you bring the crowbar after you jimmy the panel off well i mean we didn't leave it there i'm not gonna leave cucumber behind (laughs) i think they would have handed it back so who had it the only problem is that if I use a crowbar, then it's gonna it's gonna look tampered with. I want this to be something where people aren't gonna aren't gonna realize for quite some time that it's coming from the vent. So I I guess I try and push the panel a little bit more so I can like pour it in without making a mess. In fact, no. You know what? Can I search the nearby area for a funnel? Well, I mean, you could just poke your head out to the do-it-yourself section. That's true. Okay, I run out to the do-it-yourself section. And I get myself a funnel from kitchenware. Yeah, go on then. Okay, I get myself a nice funnel. Like a measuring cup or something. (laughs) I don't need a measuring cup for this. I'm not planning on making 
exactly exactly one quarter of exactly one <laughs> quarter of finest vomit well aged <laughs> within a toilet in a in a in a dumpster somewhere shaken not stared Ugh. no I, I i grab grab a funnel run back in i shove the funnel in the crack and i pour the entire bucket's worth of thing and then the sort of i can't get the dead bird like in like that so i sort of i take out the take out of its bucket um, and then sort of just like kind of push it through the cracks. Yeah. It takes a bit of force. <laughs> but because I'm wearing oh, gloves, it's you're all so... chopped up by the thing. It, it's fine. It's like added added flavor. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, sort of you've got just a little chunks of it all over the place. A bit of shove it in through the crack. And then I take the panel and re-put it back in. Uh, <laughs> and then sort of like wipe down the crack a bit with the glove to... Uh, Remove the bits of bird that are still on the sides. Do you want me to roll to see if I throw up? Well, I'd like you, I think, to roll. I think this is going to have to be like a like a flight roll in terms of your dexterity, in terms of you know trying to pour the vomit in and okay. like not right. spill it. And all right, that's a fourteen. Yeah, that's fine. I am a yeah. I am a god of a, pouring vomit. A vomit. I am the vomit king. <laughs> That's what they're gonna call you at school. So I got uh, poop vision, and you got vomit hands. We got vomit hands. Amazing. All right, so five to any vomit-related skills. So you you get it all in. You clear everything up. You screw the panel back on. What would you like to do now? I then go back and try and find D. Okay, D. I'm just gonna leave you there for a second, Alex. D. Whereabouts are you? Uh, D is over in cosmetics, fishing out this last rat. Mm-hmm. They, uh, pull it out and about to drop it when, like, they see, like, the nail polish and everything. And they kind of have a flashback <laughs> earlier in the night. <laughs> and they just kind of stand there holding this squirming rat for a second. Breathing and kind of take a look around at the rest of the department and just drop the rat, take the bucket and just like flip it over and shake the rest of everything out of it real quick. And very quickly just waltzes on out of there. Okay, so they're feeling very um, uncomfortable right now. D, at the same time that you turn that bucket over. Sean is walking out of out of the um the warehouse. Door. Sean, what are you doing here? Almost. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've been Alex traveled is... back in time to give you a message. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I go want... into the red light. <laughs> I want your boots, your nail polish. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, all right. Yeah. So, Alex, you walk out of the warehouse. D, you pour the bucket over the cosmetics counter. And at that very same moment, you hear the slam of a door, slow, heavy footsteps, and the quiet murmur of voices. And we're going to leave it there for tonight. You are joking. That's not fair. <laughs> at one I will morning. not be able to sleep for a whole week, Jimmy. <laughs> okay, so how was that? Was that all right? Yep. Great. Yeah. A little bit longer than I anticipated, but... Yeah, I think yeah. there's plenty of room to chat. 
yeah mm-hmm. definitely definitely so um you know and not a single concern for missing children and uh and and, and devil women no, well, no, no, no. We we're, do, several, we're doing priorities. priorities we did a lot. We had a lot of concern. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're doing the pre-rec work for <laughs> the the saving of the children. All right. So, if if anybody does want to get hold of you on Twitter, where can they find you? At Copper Harpy. And Sean, if they want to get hold of you, at Oxyoxpring. And I am at Jimmy underscore, no, at Jimmy Sprinkles with two S's at the end. And obviously, yeah. you can reach all of us via the uh, Brits on Bikes at Brits underscore Bikes. Um, but for now, it's goodbye from Eve. Peace. And goodbye from Sean. Adieu. And this is me, Jimmy Sprinkles, saying keep on biking. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Brits on Bikes is steered by the Kids on Bikes RPG, by Doug Lewandowski and Jonathan Gilmore. For more information on the game, visit renegadegamestudios.com. Brits on Bikes featured Eve Smith as D, Sean Oxpring as Alex, and Jimmy Sprinkles as the GM. To keep up with all the latest B.O.B. news, you can follow us on Twitter, at Brits underscore Bikes. To unlock exclusive B.O.B. content, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Brits on Bikes. Help us share Alex and Dee's adventures by reviewing us on iTunes, Podchaser, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And remember, keep on biking. Welcome, both of you. You are the final two to arrive. I won't be gone long, and Aunt Nani needs your help. Promise me you'll be helpful. Hello? Is anyone there? (laughs) Screechers? The family reputation is at stake, son. The visual arts may lack relevance. Wait, what is that? Governor's School for the Arts at Walnut Grove. The Happy Go Lucky Podcast, producers of Charlie Saves Christmas, bring you our next heartwarming adventure, Cassie and the Spectral Shade. Don't you remember what it was like to be 17? It turns out you're quite pretty, and it wouldn't hurt for people to see me walking in with you. Good for you, Judy. Cut, cut. That was ghastly. Dreadful. I want you to go through it again. This time make me feel something. You'd think that if I could dream the same thing over and over, that eventually I'd figure out how to control it better than this. Seeing every moment, keeping them like diamonds locked away with Sorry about that, but you'll find that Walgrove has a thing for dreadful terms. Fair and warm, lone traveler. Come, rest that I your wounds may bind. If my reputation is based on the company I keep, 
I suppose I'm better off heading in on my own. Please join your fellow first years in the Great Hall, where the staff and faculty have prepared a lovely reception for you. And you can call me Cassie. Cassie Cole. Sorry I didn't mention it earlier.